What's up, guys? I'm back. Back on the podcast. I'm excited to be back. I missed doing a podcast. And I'm actually doing a podcast in another country. So I'm excited. I'm currently in Athens, Greece. I started, uh, for those of you that don't know, maybe if you don't, you don't follow me on Instagram, um, I started uh, my Europe journey in in March 5th. I think it was March. Yeah, in March 5th. Uh, so I left New York. It was a one-way ticket, booked it to Barcelona, where I met up with my wife, Audrey. And uh, she was already spending, she wanted to do, to do like a 10-day trip in in Portugal. So she was over there in Lisbon. And we ended up meeting in Barcelona and uh, she solo travels not for her. So uh, that was that's just funny. But at least she got to experience it. Um, One of her things why she didn't like solo travel is not only she didn't have somebody really to talk to and she missed me, of course. Like, why wouldn't she miss me? But the fact that she didn't have a tripod or uh, somebody that could just take her photos that she could trust with her phone that wouldn't run run away. Um, and steal her phone. So, uh, yeah, that was her experience. But anyway, I met her in Barcelona. And when I got there, the temperature for me was uh, great. It was like 60 to like 65 degrees or so um, almost every day. I was there for about four to five days, I think closer to five. And I had an amazing time. And I I had a super small room in an Airbnb. This is the smallest room I've stayed in hotel or airbnb i mean it was just in the smallest room ever um i thought a room i used to rent out in new york was small but damn this thing was extremely small like we had to wait till one of us like walked around the bed in order to like go on that corner and by the window and like all around like the closet was just everything was just so bunched up but regardless it was the best deal that we found for airbnb uh for the entire uh stay and I went to see uh, Gothic Quarters while I was in in Barcelona. I love that place, the medieval look of it, the music, the people, the street artists playing the music with the guitars and singing. I think they sound great and uh, I just love the food. I thought the food in the supermarket was very cheap. I eat a plant-based diet, mostly alkaline. So for me, the products that I was getting there were definitely cheaper than New York, way cheaper than what I'm used to. I was finding just... Um, in, in little local markets, just a lot of things that you know, back at home in, in Whole Foods, I was just paying a lot of money for that I knew it was overpriced, but it was like the only choice I I could find. And Barcelona, that was not the case. I mean, I was just finding things for like a fraction of the cost or half the price. So that was dope. It's a lot of money saving. And plus I took advantage because I don't get to have it at home. So I kind of like just indulged when I was there. The, like I said, you know, that the, Got the quarters was dope. Uh, I went to the Gaudi buildings. I think that's what they're called. I didn't go inside, but I was just admiring them from the outside. I like a little photo shoot and filmed a video there um, for some content. And I just loved how the like everything about Barcelona. I really liked the people were really chill. Uh, the the it's like even when there's a big crowd, like people are really just mellow and chill. The first thing when I got, I remember getting to to getting out the airport, took the train. It was like uh, about 40 minutes, 45 minutes to get to uh, my stop closest to the Airbnb. I get out and I look up and and the stop was called La Sagrada Familia on the train. 
but I didn't think not, nothing of it. I just thought like that's the you, you know that's the name of the street or something. So I get out, and as soon as I get out, I'm like seeing people like why are they why is everybody stopping in this spot like and looking up like it's nothing but a fence here. So I get closer to where the people are, and I look up, and I see it's La Sagrada Familia Cathedral, and it was just like I was just mind blown. So I just stood there, just looking at it, admiring it, taking photos and videos. And it just looks amazing. The pictures don't do it just. I, I always wonder like how come people don't take it from the. I guess it's the, the the backside of the of the cathedral. To me, it looked even better than the front. Um, but yeah, that was my. As soon as I got there, that just blew me away. So I knew I was gonna like it. And the restaurants there are amazing. The service is great. You know, they they don't. One thing I don't like is when salespeople like hover over you. I didn't have none of that over there. I definitely liked just the whole vibe of, of Barcelona. I've heard people that that most people would just say, ah, oh, it's kind of overrated. Me personally, I liked it. One through 10 for me, 10 being like perfection, a perfect place I would live in for a very long time. To me, it was like, you know, six and a half, seven. And that's actually a pretty good rating for me. Even though it sounds low, because I'm very, very picky with where I would like to live. So after Barcelona, probably I think around March 9th, yeah, five days later, we flew to to London. I didn't know London was going to be that cold. London is super pricey. It was pricier than I expected, even though I heard the, you know, I hear my friends talking about London's expensive. Like, you got to go there with a lot of guap, a lot of money. So I... You know, I took that into like consideration of how much money we needed, but I mean, we were spending money like just because it's not like like the the transportation wasn't wasn't cheap like in other countries. Uh, Barcelona, like it was cheap. The the transportation in London was just a lot more. Getting to the hostel, that's the first time I got to stay in a hostel. I stood in a spot close safe stay hostel it's inside a, a park Kens- i think it's kensington park that's the area where we were at and i just like we didn't really do anything but just work we didn't really go out we weren't ready and by ready i mean we didn't have the clothes necessary to just go out and explore without freezing our asses off because we left everything in in new york we figured well we're gonna leave new york the hell with the cold the, the winter clothes we just get rid of it or we leave it. You know, I just brought a hoodie and a super light jacket. And I just, I was just freezing my ass off in London. We had just one day that we decided to take out, go to see the uh, Tower Bridge and just, uh, where did we, else would we go? Then we just walked around by the water around the Tower Bridge and we saw Big Ben, which is under construction and oh the eye of london so we passed by there during the day and at night also it's it looks really really cool i like my favorite area i'm thinking oh it was called piccadilly piccadilly square something like that that's the name of the train station and when when i got out of there that's one of my favorite spots i want to go there and i think it's just very cool for pictures or videos if you want to do content there it looked amazing i liked how the artists performing on the street as well and uh, of course, they had a Whole Foods by there, so it's like it had everything I wanted. You guys know I'm obsessed with Whole Foods if you know me in person. And surprising thing is the food. I was eating really good in London for 
really low. It's like the Whole Foods was actually less than it was in the U.S. And the U.S. Whole Foods is already pricey, which I found that crazy. Um, the train system was difficult for me to understand. And I still liked it, though. Um, I love taking the subways in different countries. I've been obsessed with trains since I was little. And I mean, but besides that, it was pretty clean. Train system was very clean, just like Barcelona was clean. And after, I think I believe it was the March 13th. So like four days later, we flew to Kiev, to Ukraine. And uh, we were excited about that because we knew, we saw like the, the blogs on YouTube and we saw the cost of living. It was dirt cheap. Uh, just to give you an example, I paid, I think it was eleven $11.50 for about a 40-minute Uber from the airport to our Airbnb close to the city. And yeah, I mean, for $11.50 for 40 minutes, that's, you know, that's uh, ridiculously low. The bus rides were like 25, 20 to like, I think 25 cents. The train, there's their metro was 30 cents, I believe, if you convert it to US. Yeah, it's about 30 cents or so. And it was, again, the train system, the trains are old, but it's pretty clean. They had the deepest subway station in the world in, in Ukraine. It was about, I think if you, if you convert it to floors, just to get an idea of how deep the, this metro station was, I think it's equivalent to uh, a 30, 36 floors below ground, uh, below street level, I mean. So yeah, it was, it was crazy. I liked that, I enjoyed it. And I, there, was, there wasn't much, there weren't many vegan restaurants there which is the ones I usually go to, but the options that they had were pretty cheap, pretty good. I had fun. People were very mellow, not, they don't look too friendly, but they, um, definitely not like rude. It's just, they don't really talk to strangers. That's the kind of vibe I got. Um, I, I met a guy, uh, a photographer out there, uh, my last day there uh, he reached out to me so we had a photo shoot and I was just asking him about how come the people in Ukraine tend to be like so like closed in which is the vibe I got from them and tend and I was just getting stared at you know uh, up and down like they knew like oh this you know you don't belong here and I was wearing all red most of the time and I'm like well I do have curly hair and all that so maybe that's why I'm making that obvious besides the fact that I'm like vlogging I have a camera in my hand um, and he just told me that it was mainly because like post-Soviet times, people just kind of kept to themselves and only with their uh, family or neighbor, you know, close friends, and then just really not talk to um, other people. That's what I understood. So it made sense to me. Uh, but I recommend Kiev to anybody that wants to go and stay long-term. And really, I recommend in the summer better because in the winter, it got super cold super super cold i know i didn't have winter clothes really but it was i was freezing they had a couple windy days and it even snowed when i was there too maybe a day or two but i definitely recommend kiev a lot of my friends have not gone to it i don't think i have a friend that actually went to kiev maybe just one but definitely the cost of living there is cheap just to give you an idea like three weeks my airbnb was a total of I stood in three different Airbnbs, but the total price for all three was $355 for three weeks. That's about 100 and 
$118 or so a week, you know, just to live in another country. So that's crazy. And you're already eating cheap. My food budget was like maybe five to $10 a day, which is, again, it's really, really low compared to if you just stay back home, you know, doing and eating the same thing. So that was, that was really good. And after Ukraine, we stood there, yeah, about three weeks. Now I'm in Athens. I've been here for about 10 days or so, maybe eight to 10 days. We just booked an Airbnb for, which is the one I'm in right now for about, I'd say like 20, 27 days, maybe almost a full month. We're going to stay here. And a plan from here is to go to Bali after this, hit up Southeast Asia and then just travel all throughout there. Now, I want to tell you guys how I started saving and preparing for the trip. So this is the reason why I wanted to make specifically this podcast just to this episode for you to know how to prepare, maybe get some ideas. If you're thinking of doing a longer term travel, then this is for you. If this this doesn't apply too much if it's just a, if you don't type that can't really travel that long because of your job or you know maybe your commitments or or you know you have businesses that you can't leave behind then it really doesn't apply to you that much but i mean you can still take away some points from here that i'll share so uh that's the update on my europe journey so far you know i decided to take a whole year of just traveling and um so I started cutting down on spending while I was a couple. Let me see. I started preparing. I left in March. So I started preparing probably in uh, September, October. We started to cut down on costs while we were in New York. So we started to cut down and knocked off any like subscriptions and stuff that was unnecessary. I kept my WWE Network account. I'm a huge wrestling fan. So I kept that. Because I knew ten dollars a month to fifty a week is not is not gonna hurt, uh, especially because I do use it, and I it, no that that for me is really good entertainment that I definitely use and Spotify which I share that the Spotify so that's alright you know that's another ten dollars it's cool with me I use it every day multiple times a day use it for the gym so it's just really useful for me uh, plus I have my podcast distributed on Spotify as well. I also kept uh, my, what else did I keep? Oh, a subscription for like a website. I have an IG growth service. I kept a subscription uh, for that. Just things that are going to make me money and that I it's a must-have for me. Then I keep that. Everything else just, just got canceled, everything. I kept the gym membership up, up until the day I left New York because I was using the gym probably five times a week you know, on average or just five times, six times a lot, you know, just preparing. So when I leave and uh, everything else, for example, that you do not use, if you have Netflix, like my wife watches Netflix. So what she does is we just use our our friend's Netflix account. He pays for it and we use it because multiple people could be on it. So we just told him, yo, let me get the login. Cool. Here you go. And we got it. The... Hulu, we, you can't watch Hulu. I would use Hulu to watch wrestling on it. And I was paying for that in New York, but that's gone because you can't even use it here unless you got a proxy. And it still won't really work because they blocked the proxies. So, and anyway, that's more time to focus on the business and focus on my work and be productive. So that's cool. That's a win. 
and I, I started looking at the food budget, brought it down, and I knew that the food budget, I can hack at it because in Florida, when I was staying there the past three years, I learned how to actually live uh, as low as 100 to $120 a month for the two of us, and we only eat uh, organic and non-GMO foods. So that's, a lot of people would think that's hard to do, but we made it work by just utilizing Costco wholesale, buying things in bulk, and you spend a lot maybe the first week or two, but then it'll last you the next month or two, depending on how much you eat. I eat a lot, and I, you know, I go to get the, the produce often, but I kept a budget of you know, 100 to 120 sometimes $150 for the whole month. And in New York, prices went up. It's a little pricier. But I knew that I can bring the budget down from $50 a week to now $30 a week. So that would be 120 So sometimes if I go over 30 that's okay. But I'm never going to go over 50 just to make sure that I can budget and not tap into the savings that I'm using for the travel. I like to only drink water. Maybe some of you like to drink. If you just replace it with water, you you keep more money and it's healthier. That's an idea that you could that that's something that you that you could do. Uh, also, reverse engineer your finances. So, if if you know that you're gonna you you have figure out your expenses first. Once you figure out the expenses, then you know okay everything. If if your expenses is eight hundred, uh, mine are. My expenses for the month, my they actually grew this time. Um, I'm not sure right now what they are because I had to update. I just got a couple of subscriptions that are mandatory for me for the work I'm doing. But last time I checked in New York, my they were about I'd say like six fifty to seven, maybe seven fifty. That was my expenses for the month. So just reverse engineer. So seven fifty. Let's say I I'm saving up. I'm gonna be traveling uh, for the next couple months so or for the next month so i take account okay so the 800 i go a little over in case of anything so 800 is separate i have to save that up so that's going to be my expenses for the next month or two you know then it's 1600 so then you've put make sure they have 1600 you start setting money aside and that's for the bills for when you go to travel on top of the flight or the food budget also that you're going to have because that's the next thing you got to figure out what is the expenses that you're gonna have when you're actually there? So I knew in Barcelona, I had an idea that things weren't really high, not like London. So I was only staying there a few days in Barcelona, a few days in London. So it wasn't really gonna impact it that much. You know, even if London's high, it was okay because what I save in Barcelona, I'm actually gonna use in London because I'm gonna have to use it. And then when I go to uh, Ukraine, I knew the cost was going to go back down, so I'm able to save more. So every time we make an income, I just take into account the the cost of living. Like, what do I need? Check the prices out. Okay, so I think I can make it in the supermarket. It looks like that from what we bought, we could eat five days of the week and maybe go out too. Cool. So that's going to be a total of maybe 50 70 $80 for the whole week times three. You know, we're going to be there three weeks. And then add an extra because we might want to go out or order stuff from Uber Eats. We're, like we were doing a lot in Ukraine because it was dirt cheap, like I was mentioning earlier. So we just have that budget that makes us continue to have a, a, a savings just for us. 
a savings for like like the money for the bills and then having also a separate money for the expenses for our flight out of in and out of the countries and for anything else that we might have to get for an entrance to the to the country like the transportation to and from the airport and just transportation all around and if we want to buy something like clothes um, and having experiences taking into account what I might want to do how much it costs and then just throwing it into the expenses uh, for that country for that place that you want to be in and determine how long you're gonna be there that's how I've been doing this trip and it's been working so far I'm still learning like little hacks here and there what I can do I was paying a gym in Ukraine it was actually cheaper to join a gym for a month than it was like to get a monthly uh, not a monthly they they didn't do weekly or daily passes at the gym so what I did was I just asked well how much is one month and lady told me like the price for a month was forty dollars conversion co converted into the US it was forty so uh, I think it was it was pricier to have the gym like for in other gyms that they had they only did a daily and a two-week pass but that daily pass if i go like four times i'm already paying the price for one month at this other gym so i just did the one month even though i only used it for two weeks those are little like I, me personally i use the gym like i really use up the gym i don't just get a gym account a gym membership and don't go so for me that was a neat that was a must and it just makes me feel good on top of that and i have my goals there so that's helping me reach them by getting it that's why i get it so now i'm at athens i haven't looked into the gyms because i've actually been doing a little bit of calisthenics doing squats doing things like just high intensity interval training just in the room uh maybe if i pick up get a book bag put some water water bottles in it and just start doing curls with it i have I have some bands, resistance bands of all types of resistance. And I have some plates that I can do ab workouts on the floor. And that's that for me. Oh, and I have also a jump rope that I brought with me. It's all lightweight, small, compact. So, you know, I can continue backpacking. And it doesn't, I mean, it's super light. So that I continue to work out, but I'm not paying that monthly expense. So that's another hack y'all could think of. And, um, so another thing that I started to do was I did research also. So going back to like the transportation, I looked up what is the cheapest way to get into the city of Kiev from Ukraine. You know, I learned Uber prices are the cheapest. So I said, you know, I'm going to take the Uber price. The bus was cheaper, but, you know, it just it just took like two and a half hours or two hours to get to our spot or maybe less. But we were exhausted with the bag. So. We just wanted to get there. We were super sleepy. So looking up cheapest way to get to to and from the airport, always learn that. And then learn is Uber or any type of Uber system that they have cheaper than taking the metro or is it does it even affect you? Because a lot of the rides I was even I was taking in Uber, maybe a twenty minute ride was only like a dollar seventy five. And then bus rides, yeah, they're gonna be thirty cents made 60 cents round trip, but it's going to take an extra, you know, two hours of commute in total. So, I mean, it's a dollar different. That's nothing like 80 cent different. So studying, knowing 
what where you can save hacking that way doing a little bit of research is always going to help you save uh, another thing that i learned uh, was traveling long term and staying at a hotel and then them adding fees and taxes and other hidden fees like resort fees or whatever type of fee they want to add which they're going to surprise you when you get there i know mostly i already went through that i hate that shit when the hotels give you that extra you know cleaning fee at the end or nightly fee that they never talked about only in person when you go to check in they give you the oh it was it was 350 when you get there and then all of a sudden it's 475 because they have to add a 28 dollar fee per night whatever with the airbnbs that's what i stick to because so far it's just it's just the easiest to work with and i like living like a local so i get the airbnbs i just like to immerse myself in the culture I don't mind being in a in somebody's apartment and somebody's condominium, somebody's home. I don't mind as long as the area is convenient for me. I personally like to be in areas where I'm the the train is closest to me, preferably the train. Or if the bus system is good, then I'll take that as well. So that way I can just walk to the places. I like to walk. I like to explore, and it's just convenient. Again, it's all gonna save you money. All of this, and so I, um, one, I, once I figure that out, you know, all the transportation, all the fees, I just make my decision. I'm taking the train right out from here. Uh, this is how much it costs. I make sure I know uh, where is the best spot to, to do currency exchanges. Most of the time at the airport, they're going to screw you over. There's, I think, I think I forgot which country was it that I went to the best place to get it is at the airport because everywhere else they're gonna hit you with a high fee and they like to do scams so i i don't know if it was london but regardless just do your research it's gonna help you out so once i get to the airbnb oh that was my point so with the airbnb i actually noticed that if you do a weekly stay you get a weekly discount on I, I'm going to say most Airbnbs. I don't know how often it is, but I'll say um, most of the time that I've personally used Airbnb, that I go and enter a date. For example, if I'm staying April 1st to April 8th, you got an entire week there. So they'll give you a weekly discount of maybe 10% off or maybe, you know, 5, five 10%. I don't know if it, it, it like the actual percentage of it, but I know you get some type of discount and it ranges especially if the place is brand new if you look at airbnbs go to the filter put you know don't forget to put you know two three guests whoever you're with or whatever if you just by yourself do look at the map see where you want to stay at closest to the city put put the filter down you know to like i like putting the filter down to like maybe 30 dollars or less a night 10 to 30 a night and I look at it and I just put that it has Wi-Fi. That's my filter. Another filter that I put is that I have um, that it's a private room or the entire place to myself. Shared rooms I don't like because I'm not a person that likes to, sell, to stay in the hostels. Not my style. I already stood in two, but, you know, thank God they were clean for the most part. Pretty clean. They weren't. Um, it wasn't annoying. But it's definitely not my style. I just do not like that. I like to be a little bit more. I like to be more relaxed. Have my own private space. 
and uh, I'm a little bit more private. I'm extroverted, but I'm more private when it comes to my own personal space. So that's just me. But those are the filters that I apply. And then another thing is if you put like two weeks, you'll get another type of discount. You know, you get like, I guess it gets added on. So maybe it's 10%. Now you get 20%, something like that. Like I said, it ranges. This is just what's been happening with me and what I noticed. So the Airbnb, like the one we booked here in Athens, it was it was for three weeks. But we noticed if we extended the Airbnb stay for another like two days or something, it actually made the three weeks. I'm sorry, it made the the four weeks. So they gave not weekly discounts, but they gave a monthly discount, which is like, I think we ended up saving $162 on the place that I'm at right now in Athens. And it was supposed to be like six, I think maybe seven something, the Airbnb. But after the discount, it was like six, six something. I'm really, I kind of forgot what it was exactly, but you know, I'm just giving you an example of like what, what happens if you book longer term Airbnb is like, it actually, it, it just makes sense to go there as opposed to a hotel, unless, unless, you know, maybe you're in Southeast Asia, sometimes the hotels cost less, or maybe the same as Airbnb is, it just depends. I'm just speaking from my experience so far, this wasn't been happening definitely download the app if you don't have airbnb and just really check it out like look up look up a spot you want to stay in put like i want to stay here for two weeks or a week or whatever or three weeks a month and just put and see what what places are available where would you like to stay on the map you know try to do research on the best spots to stay i'm staying right now in an in a area that when you come out it, it looks crazy like there's crackheads and everything like that right outside the freaking door downstairs I'm on the sixth floor of a building, but I mean, you go outside two blocks from here and it's, you know, it's beautiful. It looks, it looks great. It's, and, and they're not like intrusive. They're not trying to harass you downstairs. It's just that that's where they get drunk. Like that's, I guess the crackhead spot downstairs, but the place is good. Good Wi-Fi. right now. We got the whole entire place to ourselves, even though they got uh, three rooms in here. You know, the owners don't even live in the apartment themselves. They own the building, but I'm pretty much like I'm set. I got my food in the fridge for like the next couple of days, you know, for most of the week. And we got the food budget down right now to I think it's eight euros a day. So we just spend 15 today. So that means for the next two days, we're not going to spend anything on food. And but we're good because we got more than two days worth of food. So all we're doing is just being smart with the money. And next stop is going to be Bali. So we're going to purchase the flights probably uh next week i believe next tuesday or wednesday we're gonna book the bali flights and uh god willing we're just gonna get a, a great price and then start planning for bali you know saving up for which we already did for bali and then just book an airbnb right away so we set so uh let me see if i'm forgetting something else that i could tell you guys about my trip so hmm, eating out definitely you can spend a lot of money eating out, man, and it don't even look. It don't. It won't. You won't even know it until you look back and actually add it up, and you'd be like, "Damn, bro, I spent mad money on, on eating out. Like that's crazy." So, I spent when I got here to Greece. The Yidos. It's by the way, 
I didn't know this, so I got here. It's called a, what we call in the U.S. a gyro. It's not called a gyro. It's called a, a gyro. So, yeah, I ate the gyro and I ate falafels out the ass. I mean, I was just, and I was just killing them every day. We found an amazing spot called Falafellas. That spot is amazing. They're not even on Instagram. I would just tell y'all to look at the the Instagram page so y'all can see what we've been eating. And the price is mad low, and it just fills you up. And so we just kept going to that spot, you know. And we didn't have a kitchen in one of the Airbnbs we had last week that we stood in for like four days. We didn't have a kitchen, so we just had to do it that way. And we've been eating uh, souvlakis too, man. Oh. Yo, Greek food tastes so good. I could definitely see myself living here longer, like for months at a time, and call this like a, a a home base outside of the outside of New York. I could definitely see myself living here. I didn't think I'd be looking at it that way. Never thought of Greece. It was never in my mind. I was. It wasn't even planned. You know, it's just that flights were low, so we booked the uh, flights to Athens, and also strategically because we knew that. Flights from Athens to Singapore and Bali, where we want to end up next, were cheaper than going from straight from Ukraine to Southeast Asia because it was actually really high, almost like more more than double the price. So I didn't know I was gonna like it this much or stay that long. I thought it was gonna be stay here maybe a day or two or three and then just bounce, you know. But we didn't find the flights low, and thank God we didn't because now. I actually got to experience another country like a local. And I think everybody, I think all of y'all should really experience a country if you're into that, of course. If you don't care, you don't care. But if you want to experience a country and just immerse yourself in it, I think Airbnb and combination with a lengthy stay, you know, maybe two weeks, something. It just depends, you know, how much, how well you'll adapt and how much you explore like, I could just take the day easy and I don't have to go out and be crazy about, like, oh, how much how much time, am, like, I got left. Oh, I have four days, so in four or five days, I got to go and get the Instagram photo and Acropolis. I got to go to the, the mall and do some shopping. I got to go to this spot and get this other Instagram photo by the stairs. I got to go, you know, and just going crazy to get these pictures for Instagram or just going crazy trying to do so much with such little time and then also you'll be on that on that you'll be jet lagged on top well like, I'm like seven hours right now ahead of you guys in the US if you're on the East Coast if you're on the West Coast I'm nine hours ahead of you guys so it's so good it feels so like you, you just I'm just at peace right now knowing that I could take it slow I could take it at my, not slow but I could take it at my pace. I can go ahead and sleep in if I want to. I'll get to work and just chill. If it rains, so what? Like it rained uh, three days so far. Um, I think it was raining this morning as well. It doesn't matter because I could go to the Acropolis and you know, take this photo, go to this spot and just relax at my time. When I want to go, I don't have to crunch those activities all at once in, you know, in four days and then barely sleep. And be groggy throughout the day and stuff like that, feeling like shit. But I just take it slow. And 
going at my pace, doing this type of travel, I recommend it to anybody. And then you really get to absorb the culture. You get to go to many different spots that you normally wouldn't because you don't have time. And you just get to really say like, yo, I lived in this country. I know how it feels. And you start to appreciate the things that you have back at home. And that's, I hope that whatever I said here, like something, some, some one of these hacks that I do, that helped me out, can help you out, or maybe you can start taking it for yourself and apply it. And hopefully you can start spending money on dumb shit and actually start to live it up in other countries, you know? Cause why, why just go out and eat and, and, and the, and you know, in your country, wherever you are uh, constantly, if you want to see the world going out to eat constantly, doing the same shit, you know, instead of, oh, this new restaurant open up, let's go there, let's go to the club, let's go, you know, drink over here. One, two, three, four drinks, they add up. You think they don't, but then you look back and you're like, wow, I spent a couple hundred for the whole month. And that was actually a flight round trip or a one-way ticket and an Airbnb stay. And you got another flight, you know, you book the flight whenever you see fit and you could just stay out there as long as you want, kind of budget it and then come back home, you know, and you really lived it up in another country. So just be wise with your money. Don't buy dumb shit and live it up in another country. Just travel. So that's why I said in the beginning, this is more tips if you want to travel longer term. Because uh, the tips to travel short term, man, they're everywhere. So I don't really hear people giving this type of content. So I hope you got stuff for it. If you haven't subscribed to my podcast already, subscribe. If you like what you hear, I'm going to keep giving travel tips. I got tips for uh, if you want to work remotely, I got a lot of hacks, a lot of hacks, guys, coming up for that, uh, especially like you photographer or you edit videos, you know, for content creators, bloggers of all kinds. doesn't matter if you're a beauty blogger. I got you. If you uh, if you uh, create videos, I'm going to content for you. So subscribe, uh, share the podcast if you like it with somebody that you think will help. It'll mean the world to me if you do. So thank you for listening. Catch you guys on the next one.